Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Man, the parade continues. Dabo Sweeney in the books. Willie Taggart, the new guy, in the books. Remember, NC State's Dave Doran and Wake Forest Dave Clawson will be our guests next hour. Joining us now is a Louisville head coach who for a long time has been described as an offensive genius. Now we get to add marketing mastermind to his resume. The triple crown winning horse, Justify, is on the Louisville Media Guide, and it was Coach Petrino's idea at the last minute. Coach, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. I hope you're doing well, and I'm looking forward to you telling this story about how a triple crown winning horse, through your idea, is on the front cover of your media guide. Well, it's great to be here, David. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's it's, kind of funny, I guess. I was always looking for something for our receivers. We have three really, really good wide receivers coming back and just steering a few things around. One one of them was to put them on a pitcher with F-16 and talk about, you know, the ball in the air or something like that. Um, And then Justify ends up being the Triple Crown winner. Uh, and I just thought, well, heck, why don't we just put them with the fastest thing in the world right now? And, and then one of the things they always say in Louisville is the fastest two minutes in sports. Um, and we've been, we've been trying to really emphasize speed at the University of Louisville and recruiting speed. Um, so nothing better than Speed City and Justify in there, a horse that was unbelievable. You probably, I think you've told us, when you started in football, there was no such thing as branding your program. There was no worries about, you know, media guide, creativity ideas. You were worried about practice and X's and O's and execution and all that stuff. Some coaches leave that entirely for their staffs. Have you made a habit over the years of just, you know, being at least one of the voices in the room for such things? You know, the only thing that I kind of make a habit of is is, uh, thinking from the, aspect of the player you know and the parent and you know we've had some people come in that are that are great marketing directors and great people in marketing but they maybe came from nascar and they were just thinking of one thing but football is a team sport and you always have to think about the feelings of a parent when maybe someone's not on the press guide or in the press guide or or a player's not in your highlight tape Um, So I try to think on that aspect and as I was thinking about our team and what to emphasize with our team you know, we have three receivers coming back with uh, as much production as probably anybody in the country. And I just thought it was a great way to emphasize those guys. Your career has taken you all over the United States. Born in Montana, you played college ball in Montana. Your coaching career has been all over the place. Two stops at Louisville. How have you embraced the Derby right there in your backyard? I mean, were you a horse racing guy? Do you go to the event or are you wearing hats and drinking, you know, some of the uh, delicacies? Mint juleps, thank you. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, it's been awesome. I'm telling you, it's been great. I was there as an assistant coach. um, And as an assistant coach, I went to the Derby. I was down in the infield. Now, that might be the most fun thing in the world right there. You you have to be a little younger. You know, you got to be able to accept a few things that you you have to see. (laughs) That's Um, diplomatically put. It (laughs) is one heck of an event. Uh, And then when I came back as the head coach, we wanted to make sure that we really embraced it. And we moved up a little bit up in the stands and the boxes. And um, but it's an unbelievable event. It's it's as as good as there is. Um, You see every walk of life there. Uh, I think the last time at the Derby we had 157,000 people and it was a day in the rain um, and it's just unbelievable. I have such a fun mental picture of you on the infield at the Kentucky Derby. I grew up in Philly and I always say that in in my teens and 20s at the Preakness in my case I was in the infield 
which has a lot of stories that might not be FCC approved. <laughs> I hear and, that. And Coach and I will both leave them out. And as an, an adult, my wife and I sit, you know, sort of in the safer place. I'm sure you're getting this question a lot, but we need your answer anyway. Only Heisman winner in school history has moved on to the next level. Where do the Cardinals go from here? And my understanding, Coach, was that you as a QB guru kind of had to tweak your preferred model to fit Lamar. Do we? Is that accurate? Do we go back to the way where we, we you were used to handling your QBs? Yeah, we, we adjusted our offense for Lamar and, and the things that he did really well and the things he did better than anybody else in the country. Um, you know, I've always had the philosophy that you mold your offense around the quarterback. Uh, Juwan Pass or Puma Pass is, is different than Lamar. You know, he's big. He's 6'5", 235 pounds. He can still run, just not change directions quite like Lamar could. Who can? Yeah, nobody else can. But uh, he can throw it. He can throw the ball over the middle. He does some really good things with quick release. Um, so we'll take the, the offense and mold it around him. And it'll have a different flavor than Lamar did, but there'll be a lot of the same basic principles and, you know, emphasize the technique and fundamentals of the game like we always do. I've been at these events for 30 years, and I respect and appreciate coaches' desire to not create controversy. Larry Fedora kind of <laughs> had a rough day yesterday. You probably read about that. Uh, it, I don't think this is too controversial, but what was your input when a couple of your players said they were uncomfortable playing in a stadium called Papa John's after the N-word controversy with uh, the founder and CEO. What, did you contribute to that conversation as Louisville made that decision to take the name off? Yeah, I had, I had discussions and conversations with our athletic director, Vince Tyra, and our um, president um, about it, and probably three or four discussions with the president. Uh, she wanted to really support our players. We had a couple of players that put some tweets out there, and, and then they got nervous. Uh, I called them actually, and I think they thought I was going to yell at them and tell them to take it down. And basically, what I said is, "Hey, I want you guys to know I support you. I understand it. It's not something that we we expect or, or want to see. Um, but if you would just relax for a little bit, talk to the rest of the team, ask everyone to relax and chill out, uh, and have confidence that our administration will handle it the right way, uh, and give us some time to do that. So the story is not about what our football players reacted. It's the story is what it is. All right, I only have about 20 seconds for this, but believe it or not, yesterday was National Hot Dog Day. And we have asked each of the 14 head coaches, what is that ideal set of condiments on your hot dog? Relish and mustard. That's my answer. That's a very good answer, Coach. Uh, thank you for dropping by on the David Glenn Show. We always appreciate you when you return our calls from uh, out of state as you are uh, the star there in Louisville. Good luck this year, and thanks for the visit as always. All right. Thanks a lot, David. Appreciate it. Bobby Petrino. You can follow Coach on Twitter, at Coach Petrino UL, at Coach Petrino UL, fifth year with the Cardinals. And remember, this is the fifth year with the Cardinals on his second stop. He's been all over the place, even the NFL as a head coach. Success at Louisville from 03 to 2006, rehired in 2014, and nothing but eight and nine win seasons since then.